0: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Well, good morning. Good morning and welcome to the Monday Report. It is Monday, December 28th. Thank you ever so much for popping in and joining us. Oh, can you guys, first of all, can you imagine? It is the end of December. Christmas was last week. Thanksgiving was last month. (laughs) Halloween was in October. We got through them all. We got through them all. It seems like just last weekend, we were being told 15 days to flatten the curve. 15 days to flatten the curve. You remember that? It seemed like, you know, and it's what's really funny. It seems like these two things uh, this year kind of went along together, or at least in the same path for a while. 15 days to flatten the curve, and everybody was cool with that, right? Everybody was super cool with that. Okay, 15 days, we'll knock, the, we'll knock this out in a couple weeks. A couple, three weeks, we're good, right? Right? Almost everybody in the country was was on board. Everybody in the country was on board. There wasn't really any big division on any of this. 15 days to flatten the curve, <laughs> we're Americans. Yeah, we, we'll knock this bad boy out. That's all we need. We were listening to the experts, right? The experts were coming on TV every day and that's what they said, that's what, the, that's what we needed. We needed 15 days to flatten the curve to make sure that the hospitals weren't overwhelmed, right? We were told that that's all we needed and pretty much everybody was on board now i'm going to i'm going to superimpose something else we um had the, uh, the misfortune and the terror of watching george floyd and watching um, that police officer with it seemed like in the video that the police officer had his knee on george floyd's neck actually had it on his back but That's neither here or there. And we all watched a man die. We all watched a man die. Now, what we didn't hear was all of the story. I understand that, but we watched a man die. And universally, Americans were horrified. We were all on the the same page, were we not? Initially, we were all on the same page. We were like, oh my land, this is terrible. Something has got to be done. Right. And then they ruined it. 15 days to flatten the curve. Okay. And then they ruined it. They ruined it by attaching political agenda to it. And whenever government gets involved, things last longer and are more terrible. You want his, you want historical references? The depression. If market forces, now this has been said by a million people, if market forces would have been allowed to, to go forward, the Great Depression could have been, um, it could have ended years, literally years before it actually did. Hmm. This whole government, uh, ag- a political agenda, we have to do something. And FDR and and for FDR was we have to stay in office. For the Democrats was have to stay in power. And guess what happened? The depression lasted a lot longer than it ever had to. Fifteen days to flatten the curve. You know we could use this to bludgeon Trump with. And so it's now December twenty eighth, not March first. And in California we have still they have still not quote, flattened the curve. Cases are increasing. And according to um, California officials, hospitals are at unprecedented uh, capacities. We've still not flattened the curve. Why? Because political political agenda got involved. Uh, Political agenda got involved with George Floyd. And so it's now December and no, and there's been rioting all summer. Ta- uh, P- Portland, Seattle, um, autonomous zones, riots all over the country, burning buildings in, in a place like Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm probably one of the few people that you know that's actually been to Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's how Kenosha is. I found Kenosha delightful, at least where I got to stay and work when working for Grassfire Nation Nation uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I found it delightful. And I thought to myself, this would be a really nice place in the summer, right off the lake. You know, I, I, I went to a pub, a tavern. I hadn't been to a tavern, at, frankly, as an adult ever. Well, because back in the day, the you know, the, the local tavern, uh, no, kids weren't supposed to be there. But if you were a neighborhood kid and you were with your, and, and, and your dad wanted to stop in for a snort, and you went over there and played on the game machine, didn't sit at the bar, well, guess what? You got to go in the tavern. I went in the tavern more than once as a child. Uh, i had never been in a tavern as an adult ever. And there was one across from the hotel in Kenosha and it was delightful and the food was really good. And the people, they could tell, you're not from around here, are you? (laughs) With my Florida accent, they were like, boy, oh boy, you're not from here. But uh, you know, I knew enough about Badger football to get me through the conversations, right? I knew enough about Badger football to get me through the conversations, and um, had a, had a fabulous time. Had a fabulous time in Kenosha. Didn't think that Kenosha was this hotbed of racial upheaval, but I found out that apparently, if somebody black breaks the law and manages to get themselves shot by the police, then Kenosha was this hot hotbed. It was a, it was apparently this this cesspool. Of of racial overflow, it was it was like in the heat of the night. There was like Sparta, and apparently Kenosha, Wisconsin was Sparta. So all hell broke loose in a place like Kenosha, uh, which and I'm saying a lot of this tongue in cheek because this is not what happened. Political agenda was attached to these incidents, and now we're still dealing de- dealing with them because they were they could be used to bludgeon or to try to bludgeon the president. And that's just how it is. You know, uh, and a lot of people will will say that, well, that's not really true, Willie. Really. But it's really, unfortunately, it really is. Unfortunately, it really is. I'd love for it not to be true. I would love for it not to be true. But, you know, really it is. And that's, and that's the shame of it. So it is uh, December 28th. 2020 is nearly over. There is one Hail Mary we have yet to see in um, a few days, literally a few days, to see if the election um, is is going to turn out any other way than it's headed right now. And it's headed right now that Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris are going to be in the White House. And I understand for a lot of us that is a terrifying prospect. Now I'm gonna leave it at that because I've got other shows to do this week. <laughs> I've already on the weekend wrap um, from this weekend. I bet I did. When did I do that? Friday night, yeah, Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, I've sort of given us the the blueprint on how to move forward. So you know, after you listen to this, go ahead and listen to that. And I'm, I and, and actually I did a weekly report the la- you know last week from the 20th and how what things we need to do to move forward. If you listen to all those shows together, you will feel a lot better, I promise. you will feel a lot better, a lot more relieved um, if indeed the election is not overturned uh, Oh my gut reaction No my gut reaction is that we've got lots of work to do that we need to you need to listen to those shows. That's my gut reaction. Uh, My gut reaction is that it's not going to turn out like we hope. This is not a Hallmark movie. This is not how it turns out. It's it for me, the bad guys are going to win this battle. And I've said it that way on purpose. I think the bad guys are going to win this particular battle. I don't think they've won the war, but I do think they're going to win this battle. So we have to be prepared. We have to be prepared for every eventuality. I've been saying that for weeks, folks. I've been saying that since the election. So, and um, again, I've got, again, in those shows, some some things that you can listen to, you can write down, you can take notes, and that we can work on together moving forward. All right, folks, um, that's my monologue. We're going to go ahead and start uh, with some stories uh, from Epic Times, if, and again, I'm not getting paid for this. Epic Times, you ought to be paying me, because um, right now I'm paying you. I'm getting a newspaper once. I believe in the Epic Times enough to get a newspaper every week, a weekly newspaper. Is there some? Is there anything more behind the news cycle than a weekly newspaper? No. There isn't anything, nothing, nothing. I could be getting, a, I don't know, a, a, a newspaper from, I could be getting the Bed, Bedrock Times every month, and that would be more behind. I guess the only thing that's more behind than a weekly newspaper is a monthly magazine. <laughs> but I believe in the Epic Times enough to where I am paying, I don't know, 16 bucks a month um, uh, for a weekly newspa- newspaper four dollars and a little bit of four dollars and 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 some change I guess because it's a little bit more than 16 it's like 16 and a half dollars um four bucks a week for a newspaper that's easily four or five days behind the news cycle but their website is off the chain so it's gonna be I'm, I'm gonna talk to talking to you about some stories from the epic times and townhall.com. Um, and maybe a couple of other sources about what's going on, especially uh, having to do with COVID right now, because we're getting into, quote, the flu season. I'll remind you of what my doctor told me about the vaccine as I do a couple of stories on the vaccine today. All right, listen, we got to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the uh, morning report here on Monday, Monday, Monday. December 28th, 2020, in the year of our Lord. Thank you ever so much for spending some time with us. Uh, We'll be back right after these messages. You know, ladies and gentlemen, as a man of a certain age, uh, and, and a dude that's been married for a number of years, 33 years, um, there's some things I've picked up, uh, every guy should have, first of all, their own barber, somebody who knows what they want, somebody who they can trust, um, uh, somebody you don't have to check on while they're cutting your hair and someone you're sure that isn't going to have read a magazine and then decide that this is the greatest look for you when you know what your look is and you know what you like. Um, you need a car mechanic you can tr- you can trust because these cars these days, yeah, the shade tree mechanics are gone. So you need somebody you can trust. And what else you need is a florist because we've all been in that place where God, get us in flowers. And, and you know what? My florist isn't a 1 800 number or a website. My florist is Blooming Days Flower Shop here in Tampa. Blooming Day's Flower Shop is a premier florist in Tampa offering flower delivery from Brandon to Lutz. Originally, they opened in 1986. Um, Blooming Day's Flower Shop has has grown to be the florist in Tampa that customers trust most, and trust is ultimately important. Uh, Their family-owned local flower shop produces floral arrangements with superior design, and they're best known for their same-day flower delivery, as well as the selection uh, of special bouquets uh, they've been crafting with love for over 30 years. When customers come to them, they know that they are receiving the best flowers in Tampa. They have everything from vases to unique gifts to special bouquets for sale in their inventory, so you can find the right gift for your loved one. Their main flower shop is in Tampa, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue, in the middle of numerous car dealerships, including John Brown, uh, Jim Brown Chevrolet, uh, Reeves BMW Tampa, across the street from the Maserati dealership. (laughs) I've been there. I haven't had nerve enough to go over to the Maserati dealership. Um, They also have a secondary flower shop located in Newport Ritchie at 6835 State Road 54, right next to Topper Salon and La, P- La Petite Academy. If you're looking for same day flower delivery near Newport Ritchie, you can call their store at 727-232-6900. Um, so when you get same day flower delivery near Tampa uh, from us, you can be certain that your rec- uh, your recipient will love their gift. They only use the best quality flowers in Tampa and they only service all, and they can service all of your floral needs. Whether you need a wedding bouquet, sympathy arrangement, birthday gift, flowers, no matter what. Like if, when you forget the wife's birthday. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you you need uh, for floral delivery, they are there in Tampa and you can trust them. All right. Um. In order to find them you can find them at Blooming Days Flower Shop it again is at 11618 North Florida Avenue Tampa Florida 33612 their phone number is 813-933-1942 that's 813-933-19 uh 42 and you can email them at at com. that shows how long she's been there she's still using an AOL uh email that that's great and you can reach them on the web at bloomingdays.com, that's not Bloomingdale, that's bloomingdays.com. Let them know that Willie from The Morning Report said, give her a call, he said that they were the best and they are truly the best. As we move into 2021, Where you get your information is going to be ultimately very important. The source is going to matter. We've already seen that there are some uh, mainstream traditional news sources that cannot be trusted, that have not, that have proven themselves untrustworthy. So if you're in the Tampa Bay area and you're looking for a source that's not the St. Pete Times Pravda, uh, St. Pete Time, Pramda, uh, Bay Times Pravda, Tampa um, Pay Times Pravda, as a place to get news stories about what's going on around you because it's ultimately important that we've got correct information. I would try this website, tbctampa.org, tbctampa.org. It is a conservative website for conservatives by conservatives here in the Tampa bay area Tbc tampa.org um, some of the best writing from some of the most conservative minds in the area and it's going to concentrate on local things things you can participate in things that you can decide that you're going to go to city council or you're going to go to county commission or you're going to go um, to your um to your um, your your state con your state critter and get up their butt about TBC Tampa dot com, Tampa Bay Conservatives Tampa dot org. Rather, so in, again, check it out TBC Tampa TBC Tampa dot org. Can't wait to see you there. This program is available on that website, you know. What is, I'll, I, I want to start off with something that is a little refreshing because I think that we've not seen this or we've seen it, but we've not paid close enough attention to it. Um, and this is the lead off to, all, to the rest of my COVID stories. Uh, Senator Rand Paul, you guys know Rand Paul. Rand Paul is the son of Ron Paul. Um, as said, and this is an article from Epic Times. uh that governors should never have been allowed to become dictators. And they did. And they absolutely did. Because there was a crisis, a COVID crisis, and it just seemed that some governors decided that they could do whatever they wanted to do. I mean, they could do whatever they wanted to do. Why? Because there was a COVID crisis. And they were able just to ignore their own state laws and uh, allow unelected bureaucrats to do whatever they wanted to do, all in the name of out of an abundance of caution. Now, if you listen to uh, my programs uh, way back in March, I warned you about the phrase "Out out of an abundance of caution, as it's related to COVID especially that this was opening the door to some pretty tyrannical behavior and we've seen it. The article goes like this in an early morning Christmas day interview, Senator Rand Paul, Republican from Kentucky said that governors should never have been allowed to accumulate so much power that they can lock down the economy. You know, nobody ever intended that governors would be sort of czars or dictators in charge of the economy. Uh, Ron Paul said in my state, you can't have indoor dining and you can't have outdoor dining and your kids are, are not in school. We're worse than New York city right now in Kentucky. Our governor has shut the schools down, even though all of the science shows that and all of the evidence that you aren't really having a surge when you have the schools open. He said, now there's so much of this the uh, Republicans being anti-intellectual. Well, Ron Paul's a doctor, by the way. Yes, he's an ophthalmologist, but he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Um so he can read the he can read the science. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashar has had uh, pandemic restrictions in place, some of which include mass mandates, limiting private gatherings, um, size to small groups, minimal capacity for indoor small businesses like gyms and carry-out dining only, and no on-site schools. Many governors across the United States have locked down uh, to varying degrees their small businesses due to surges in the uh, Chinese Communist Party virus cases among their residents. States have felt pushback from citizens and small uh, small business owners who say that they are in a financial crisis and need to make a living. Now, they're not asking for the, gov- I mean, for, the, for the federal government to come in and spend trillions of dollars. That's not what people are asking for. So when you see these Congress critters on TV that say, people are hurting and they're suffering. Uh, well, most of those small businesses aren't asking for PPP loans. They're not asking for anything. They're asking to be open and get back to work. That's what they're asking. New York State, in mid-December, ordered restaurant owners to stop indoor dining again. The governor order the governor's order came despite opposition from the beleaguered restaurant industry, which warned of holiday season layoff at a time when the federal government had yet to uh, pass additional CCP virus relief pro- packages. So the governor was saying, you know, y'all got to stop. We got a surge now. You stopped before, and now you have a surge still. So. Lockdowns apparently didn't work before. Now, now how in the world are they gonna work? How are they gonna work now? They didn't didn't work before. Many people are leaving states like New York and California, citing pandemic restrictions. More than 126,000 people moved out of New York state between July 2019 and July 2020. According to preliminary Census Bureau data, the biggest population drop of any state this year. The Kentucky senator criticized governments for locking down their economies because they have been receiving money from the federal government's various stimulus packages, including the last CARES Act. The only thing that will get de Blasio and Cuomo to finally open up is to when they run out of other people's money. They're being supported by other states and other taxpayers. So I think that we shouldn't be passing out any money to the states. We shouldn't be awarding out rewarding their bad behavior. He continued, and really, this has become uh, this probably has become the worst time in history of our country for power being accumulated into the hands of a very few people. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who has been criticized for placing too many restrictions on her constituents, citing a surge in CCP virus infections in her state. Whitmer ordered on November 15th that dining restaurants and bars, in person, uh, learning in high schools and colleges, and many other businesses and activities closed during the three weeks between November 18th and December 8th. Of course, California Governor Gavin Newsom said on December 21st that that the regional stay-at-home order imposed by the state for the entirety of Southern California and that's 11 counties will almost assuredly extend beyond next week's expiration date. 15 days, flatten the curve. That's all we need. We need 15 days, flatten the curve. Oh yeah, this order, we just need two weeks. We need two weeks. Yeah, but more than that more than that. So what, here's what's happening in Los Angeles. Los Angeles County health officials urge people not to, in, not to attend indoor church services. Los Angeles County health officials on Christmas Eve asked people not to attend indoor church services in the midst of the highest surge of the Chinese party um, virus cases. No matter what a superior court judge says, and given what's happening now, it's simply too risky to gather indoors uh with other people who do not live with you, the LA County Department of Health um, said on December 24th in a statement. So this person, another unelected bureaucrat, has said it's too risky. I don't care what the I don't care what the judge says. I don't care what the judge says. It's too risky. Approximately 14,000 Los Angeles County residents are, t- are testing positive for the coronavirus each day. The public health department said in addition to overwhelmed, hospitals are currently admitting 1,000 COVID-19 positive patients daily. And should, uh, there is almost no available capacities in the intensive care units uh, across the county. As we enter this holiday season, after a most difficult year, people are longing for a return to normalcy, the department says, Well, well it, it isn't like they're longing for it out of some selfish reasons. People want to get back to work. People need to get back to school. And the things that I said are in, in, in the open are starting to bubble to the surface. It isn't the anti-intellectualism anti, anti, anti intellectualism that's the problem. It's not it. It isn't selfishness that's the problem. It's that these people, these unelected bureaucrats, added a political agenda to all of it, and now their integrity is blown. Nobody believes them, even the people who voted for them. Even the people who voted for you, Gavin Newsom, don't believe it when you talk. We, we don't believe we don't believe uh, Dr. Fauci. He's been up and down and back and forth so often, no matter where the you know, whenever the political wind blew one direction, that's where Fauci went. And now people who trusted you in the 15 days of flatten the curve don't believe you, not because they're anti-science, is that you don't have any integrity with them anymore. Integrity is super important in all this. Uh, it isn't power. It's—I mean—it's not it's not a concern that will uh, push this over the top, that will have people follow you, that have people say, do what you ask them to do. It isn't isn't power. It isn't position. It's your integrity. And a lot of these people have blown their integrity. Um, when Gavin Newsom says stay at home, and then they you, you find him out at um, this, this restaurant with his friends and his family hanging out with a group that had at least a dozen people, your integrity is shot right in the butt. That's a problem. It ain't, tr- see, and this is interesting. As they move forward, they're gonna try to blame Trump for a lot of this, but what we have to say, it ain't Trump, because Trump didn't blow your integrity. He you blew your integrity, Gavin Newsom, Gretchen Whitmer, um, Lori, Lori Littlefoot. I always call that woman Littlefoot. Her name is uh, is Lori Lightfoot. And these other governors that have been seen, and, and lawmakers that have been seen chilling or about to chill and about to have large gatherings and parties and the like. While locking down other people, we've seen we've seen this. You got caught, and now your integrity is shot in the ass. That's the problem. It ain't Trump. It's not. You know, it's not the anti-maskers. It's not the Trump supporters. It's not the GOP. It's not the Republicans. It's not conservatives. It's not Rush Limbaugh. It's not Mark Levin. It's. It, I mean, it's not. These people have created their own problems due to to their lack of integrity. You know, it's interesting that we always find out pressure will either, well, pressure will expose you. Crisis will expose you. And the thing that it exposes first is your integrity. And without your integrity, you are useless. Useless. You can't be a leader without integrity. And that's what they're finding out in California. They've got a governor, but they don't have a leader because of the lack of integrity. They've got a mayor in Chicago, but they don't have a leader because of her lack of integrity. They've got a governor in Michigan, but but they don't have a leader because of the lack of integrity. That's the problem. That's what it comes, that's what it's all this is boiling down to. All of it. All of it's boiling down to just that. California has become the first state to surpass 2 million COVID cases despite the strictest lockdown measures in the country. Does that sound like a familiar theme? Chicago, although the number is dropping, thank the Lord. Became the shooting capital of the of the country, while at the same time having the strictest gun laws or gun possession laws in the country. More people were getting shot on the weekends there than anywhere else in the country. D.C. is the same, and Washington, D.C. is the same sort of thing. Isn't that interesting? Run by the same kind of people. California has seen a surge in the Chinese Communist Party virus cases, despite imposing some of the strictest lockdown measures of any state in the United States. The state became the first to record 2 million confirmed coronavirus cases reaching the milestone on Christmas Eve, as nearly the entire state was under a strict stay-at-home order. As of December 24th, there were 39,144 newly recorded confirmed cases of the virus in the state, bringing the total of Positive cases to two million forty-two thousand two hundred ninety, according to figures published by the county's public, excuse me, Department of Public Health. And meanwhile, there has been a total of twenty-nine, of twenty-three thousand nine hundred forty-seven deaths in the state, uh, coronavirus-related. We'll say it that way, right? Los Angeles County has the most populous county in the United States and has been hit particularly hard. The county has seen more than 677,000 confirmed cases of the virus, according to the data compiled by John Hopkins University. And you, go, you guys know John Hopkins University dashboard is the one that I use. I think they're all about the same, but I want to be able to use the same one consistently. Uh, Why? Because I'm trying to gain some integrity, right? Uh, Los Angeles County, the most populous county has, and I read that, uh, the crisis is straining the state's medical system well beyond its normal capacity, uh, prompting hospitals to treat patients in tents, offices, and auditoriums. The current surge is believed to be driven largely by people who defied warnings of public health experts gathered for Thanksgiving without wearing masks or socially distancing, and officials are now begging people to forego Yule, Christmas, and New Year's Eve festivities. Why didn't they believe you? Was it Trump? No. Was it was it the, um, the, the fightbackmedia.com? No. Uh, was it Willie Lawson? No. Paul Swanson? No. Your lack of integrity, Gavin Newsom. If people are getting sick, this is on you. This is on Nancy Pelosi. This is on um. This is on Gresham Whitmer. This is on Lori Lightfoot. This is on you, Chuck Schumer. This is on you. This is due to your lack of integrity. The people who voted for you want to believe you. It isn't, it's, and this is happening. Now, think about where this is happening. This is happening in LA County. LA County isn't some red county where there's a whole bunch of Trump supporters that's doing whatever the hell they want to do. That's not what's happening. That is not what's happening. This is in a bright blue county full of Democrats, full of leftists. This is where this is happening. I may, like, I may like to be able to blame Trump. I may like to be able to blame me. I may like to be able to blame Rush Limbaugh. But if you're looking for blame, you got to blame Gavin Newsom. You got to blame um, Garcetti. You got to blame the people who are there. You got to blame the public health officials. You have to blame the people who are there because those are the people who are responsible because of their lack of integrity. It's be- it isn't because, Let me, let me stop here for a second. It's not because people believe that the virus is a hoax. They ran with that narrative. CNN ran with that narrative. MSNBC ran with that narrative. Um, ABC, NBC, CBS ran with that narrative. The Washington Post, New York Times ran with that narrative. That was never true. Nobody, even Trump, has said that the virus was a hoax. That's not what anybody said. The reaction, the overreaction was on a hoax level. The Russian investigation was a hoax. The impeachment investigation, that was a hoax. Nobody ever said the virus was a hoax. The reaction to it, the overreaction to it, very much hoax-like. Let's just be real. We got to say, you got to call... I I mentioned this the other week. You've got to call things what they are. Not just how you feel about them, just what they are. And because... Of that, of course, the overreaction, of course, because of all of this, people now don't believe you. They don't trust you. And the, and the intellectuals and the, politi- and, 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 the, and the elite class just want the citizenry to believe them, regardless. So if you do it wrong, so if you do it wrong and you add all this political agenda to it, um, now you've screwed up. And now people are actually getting sick. Gavin Newsom, that's on you. Mayor Garcetti, that's on you. When you have the people that voted for you, who support you, who sent money to your campaign, and on and on and on, they're getting sick. It's not because people in Florida are doing whatever the heck they want to do, that they're going to theme parks and enjoying life. Didn't have anything to do with that. Has to do with you. Has to do with you, CNN. Has to do with you, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, New York Times, Washington Post. This is on you. Your lack of integrity is what's what's making people sick. Because now they don't believe you. You use this virus to try to bludgeon uh, uh, President Trump. You may have gotten your way. But now these people are collateral damage. I said in a Facebook post that it is important that we can that conservatives control um, the the heat of some of these things that we become thermostats and not thermometers because there are people who are willing to rule over ashes. Thank you ever so much for. Coming to the Morning Report on December 28th, 2020, in the year of our Lord. Thank you. We appreciate you for being here greatly. We really, seriously do. Um, looking forward to another program tomorrow. This program has been pre recorded. Uh, tomorrow's program will be live. And I pre recorded it for a reason because a very good friend of mine um, is in town for Christmas. And I love seeing them. So I'm going to do just that this morning. So in any case, um, if you've got any questions about what we do, go to the website, go to the website, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. Scroll down, give us your um, email address and your name and any comments right there, or send a comment uh, um, to Fightbackmedia at gmail.com, fightbackmedia at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing from you, especially our listeners who are out of the country, uh, who are in New Zealand, who are in India, who are in the UK. Love to hear from all of you. All right. We'll be back no, tomorrow. Um, so until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. With Lucky Landslots, Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.